Aloha, it's Kiana, and here are today's top Hawaii headlines from the editors at the Honolulu Star Advertiser. Also, huge mahalo to Long's Drugs Hawaii for sponsoring the show. Head on over to your neighborhood Long's Drugs for all your shopping needs. The State Department of Health has adopted guidance from the U.S. Centers for Disease Control to authorize additional COVID-19 booster shots for eligible Hawaii residents. On Tuesday, the Food and Drug Administration gave the okay for an extra dose of the Pfizer or Moderna vaccine for Americans ages 50 and older. A second booster is also authorized for younger people with severely weakened immune systems. The FDA said that emerging evidence suggests a second dose improves protection against severe COVID-19 and has not raised new safety concerns. According to the health department, 76.8% of Hawaii's population has completed the primary series of COVID-19 vaccines, while 38.3% is boosted. More than 550,000 doses of booster shots have been administered in the state so far, representing about 55% of people eligible for a first booster shot. Federal transit officials are on Oahu this week to conduct an analysis of Honolulu's revamped rail project. An updated recovery plan was announced by Mayor Rick Blanjardi earlier in March and includes 19 stations over 18.75 miles at a cost of $9.8 billion. The original concept from 2012 called for 21 stations and 20 miles of track that would run from East Kapolei to Ala Moana Center. The recovery plan needs approval from the Honolulu Authority for Rapid Transportation's Board of Directors and the City Council before it is sent to the Federal Transit Administration by the end of June. That timeline is tight and rail planners are looking to streamline the process by inviting federal officials to weigh in on the project. The FTA officials are joined by a project management oversight consultant that will consider as many variables as possible. The process is known as a risk refresh, and the results are expected to arrive in mid-April. A state Senate resolution is calling on the Secretary of the Army to follow through on a long-delayed land deal involving part of Dillingham Airfield. In 1991, an act of Congress called on the Army Secretary to hand the state 87 acres of land that make up the western end of Dillingham Airfield. The property includes the adjacent shoreline known as Army Beach. The convenience never happened, but a new resolution calls on the State Board of Land and Natural Resources to work with the federal officials to complete the deal. The resolution was approved by the Senate's Committee on Public Safety, Intergovernmental and Military Affairs on Tuesday. Two years ago, the State Department of Transportation said it was moving to terminate its lease of the airport property. Tenants were put on notice to vacate the airport, which is used for flight training, skydiving, sightseeing, and glider operations. But the community rallied around the airport, saying the facility was an important economic driver and key resource for general aviation. The department eventually extended its lease termination date to 2024, citing progress in negotiations for a long-term lease with the Army. City officials on Tuesday unveiled a new crosswalk with a flashing beacon to aid pedestrians crossing a busy Kailua thoroughfare. The beacon installed on Kailua Road in front of Kailua Town Center includes a set of yellow pedestrian signs and buttons that activate flashing red lights. 
Officially called a rectangular rapid flashing beacon, the device is the first to be installed on Oahu. More installations are planned through the city's Complete Streets initiative. In addition to the beacon, the Kailua Crosswalk was also relocated to let pedestrians walk directly from Kailua Town Center to Kailua Shopping Center across the street. A grassy median island has been added to provide more safety. Construction of the project cost about $500,000. The city is considering installation of crossing beacons in Kalihi and the Pearl City area. A Ukrainian family is stranded in Hawaii after their vacation was cut short by Russia's invasion of Ukraine. But they are getting help from the local paddling community. More than a month after arriving on Oahu, the Prishak family has been cut off from their house in Kyiv. Money, family and friends. While they don't know if they will ever be able to return home, the Prishaks have received an outpouring of local support. The community has helped the family with everything from schooling and immigration questions to financial help and a place to stay. Until last week, they were living in a loaned home in Kailua, but are now staying in a small cottage in Kaneohe. The owner is allowing them to live there for free of charge for as long as they need. An online fundraiser organized by Canoe Club members has so far raised more than $32,000. The family has been to Hawaii several times to visit friends, Boris, and Bita Markin. Vasil and Boris has been friends for about 30 years and are both avid paddlers. For more on these stories and all the latest headlines, subscribe to the Honolulu Star Advertiser. Visit Hawaii's top source for breaking news online at StarAdvertiser.com and download the Star Advertiser mobile app. Mahalo, have a great day, and we'll see you back here tomorrow.